Welcome to the Ask the Experts podcast. Here's Karen Bhatia. And thank you so much for joining me. In this episode, we are recapping Arthur Betterbiev taking out Joe Smith Jr. in two rounds. I was at Madison Square Garden. I interviewed people at the venue and I interviewed Anthony Yard. That is the rumored next opponent for Better BF. I'm going to talk to Yard about that upcoming opportunity. In addition, I'll be speaking to Brian Sabayo, up-and-coming fighter, undefeated. And I'll be talking to Sam Dunn. He's the managing editor at Boardroom and 35 Ventures. We're going to be talking about the business of boxing, the business of UFC. We're going to be breaking down Better Biev versus Smith. So without further ado, here is my vlog from Madison Square Garden. And if you want to see the video version, check out my YouTube page, youtube.com backslash Karen Bhatia. Karambati here at Madison Square Garden. It's the day we've all been waiting for. Joe Smith Jr. taking on Arthur Betterbiev. This is a unification fight, and possibly Bivol maybe is waiting for the winner. There's been other names floated like Anthony Yard as well. It's going to be an exciting day. I'm going to be talking to some fighters, some fans. We're going to give you access here at Madison Square Garden, the Hulu Theater. Karambati here at Madison Square Garden with Brian Sabaya. Brian, how you doing, my friend? I'm doing well, man. I'm, I'm excited to be here today. Uh, you know, it's going to be a really good fight tonight between uh, Smith and Betterviev. Uh, so I'm, I'm looking forward to enjoy to enjoy that fight and all of the other all the other undercards. Does it feel good to be here in a packed arena as an observer? No pressure. Get to chill. Does that feel good? Yeah, it feels good. You know, I'm here just to kind of like work the crowd a little bit and, and enjoy the fights. Um, today, there's no pressure. Like you said, you know, just just chilling. So. You're, you're so much more than, than just a fighter. You own a gym in the financial district. You have a business degree, right? So, so why is it important for you to do more than outside of just being a boxer? I think it's important for any athlete to just get out of their comfort zone and uh, just basically utilize their entire uh, body and their entire brain to, to maximize on... on under possibilities, you know, whether whether it's a business, whether, you know, it's playing uh, something else, whether it's getting getting their hands on something else, you know, just to kind of be an all around person rather than just an athlete who's good at this. We, we last saw you in there in May. You got the win. It was I know it was a little bit of a break, so it's probably good to get that win. I'm going to ask you whatever you can tell us, anything about your next fight. Of course. Uh, I can't say anything on the next fight, but we're working on it. Uh, something something big. Um, so fingers crossed, as they say. Uh, so, yeah, we're, we're working on it. Thank you so much. I'm going to let you enjoy the fights. Appreciate the time. Thank you. We're here up on the balcony of Press Row. Here, oh, there you, there's fights. There's lights. We got it all. Here with Sam Dunn of Boardroom. Sam, how are you doing? I'm doing great, Curran. This is this is the place to be tonight. This is the place to be. We got boxing down there. We got UFC over here on the iPad. Um, so we're we're pretty much set. So I know you're a combat sports fan. One thing that's tough, I always said they're always head to head, and you got to watch. 
Usually it's a lot of caffeine, yeah. so I made sure to pace myself throughout the day, maybe some light stretching okay. beforehand, but uh, obviously it's a couple of different ESPN products tonight, so they kind of staggered them a little bit, but uh, this is usually what I do when I am covering the fights, whether it's here, whether it's Barclays, got something going on the iPad, or maybe it's a college football game if it's the fall. Uh, it's uh, it's uh, If you love it this much, you will find a way to divide your attentions and make it work. Well, that's... That so let me ask you a little bit about boxing here. We got Arthur Betterbiev. We got Joe Smith. It's a unification fight. Um, both guys have power. Betterbiev has knocked out every single opponent, but he is 37 years old. Joe Smith is motivated. He's going to have the hometown fans here. Your thoughts are a little, a little too wide for the fact that if you look up and down Betterbiev's record, I mean, he hasn't fought all that many high-level, truly world-class guys. Uh, he's obviously one of the best knockout artists in the game. I love watching the dude. He's an absolute hammer. But I think it's a little uncharitable to Smith. So I wouldn't even call him a live dog. I, I would just call him a world champion who has a chance in every fight that he's that he's going to be in. Better be up 17-0. Like you said, stopped every single last guy he faced. Uh, I don't see why uh, this one would be the one to finally go the distance, particularly with all the power that they're both packing. Uh, I think the rush uh, the Russian-Canadian, actually. I just found out Better Biev also has Canadian citizenship this week. I didn't yes. realize that. I, I still think he's the guy, but he might have to go through some battles, face some adversity on his way to getting there. Yeah, he actually trained with GSP in Canada. Um, speaking of GSP, speaking of MMA, we got UFC. Your, your thoughts on this UFC card? Anything that, that you're looking out for on the UFC card? Well, we're getting towards the, the meat of the main card, but right from the jump, from the very first fight, uh, Roman Delize saying night-night to Kyle Dawkins. It's been absolutely bananas. It really reminds me of that London card that was a non-pay-per-view, but it was just stoppages left and right. Of course, you had the, the spinning elbow from uh, Molly McCann. You had Patty Pimblett and uh, Tommy Espinall, Tommy Espinall doing their thing. This very much feels like that, a non-pay-per-view card that's just absolute fireworks left and right, crazy stoppages, uh, including several in the first round. Adrian Yanez bringing the house down against Tony Kelly in front of the, the Texas crowd, he being a Texas native himself. Um, but this uh, this main event, this main event, I think, is going to be a, a really excellent featherweight scrap between Josh Emmett and Calvin Cater. The folks seem to be picking Cater. Uh, speaking of guys who are 37 years old, Josh right. Emmett, I believe, is as well. But he's got a lot of power, man. Cater, we know he can take a ton of damage, thinking back to that Max Holloway fight where he just would not go down. you got to think if he wins this, he's right back in that kind of title conversation that we thought he was moving towards when he went up against Zabit Magomed Shiripov a couple of years ago. Uh, that's that's going to be a tasty treat. Featherweight, we talk about lightweight, we talk about uh, bantamweight a lot more than men's 145, but that is a division with some absolute dogs. I'm probably picking Cater at the end of the day, but don't count out Josh Emmett. He will put you on your ass. Well, that's tremendous analysis, and and I want to ask you this: as someone who covers both boxing and MMA, yes, you can you can be a fan of both. I'm I'm certainly a fan of both. I'm I'm sure you are. No, you gotta choose. <laughs> you gotta get a you, it's you gotta you gotta get a tattoo that declares your. No, I'm kidding. It seems like some fans feel that way actually. But let me let me ask you this: it's an interesting topic that's come up, and and I feel like with with your work, you'll have interesting insight on this. Fighter pay across boxing and MMA, right? We've heard Jake Paul be outspoken about trying to increase fighter pay. Dana White. Two people have said, well, if you think you can do it better, then go ahead and try. It seems like at the highest level in boxing, they're getting paid significantly more than MMA. Now, that doesn't take into account the many lower levels, right? And and there's also UFC has some interesting things in terms of bonuses. Then there's PFL that has the million-dollar bonus, right? So there, there's uh, it's, it's all around the spectrum. What do you think about fighter pay across boxing and MMA? 
it's always going to be inevitably a little more complicated, more nuanced conversation than the sort of agenda-driven folks want it to be, no matter which side of the conversation you're on. So while it's easy to say that um, you know, at the higher level, sort of world-class, world champion level, the pay in boxing versus MMA is just on a completely different order of magnitude. It's really not even close. The idea that a guy like Francis Ngannou um, is getting 10, 20, 30 times less than guys who are losing world championship fights, say in heavyweight boxing, you know, the Deontay Wilders of the world, um, who's kind of a fitting comp for a guy like Ngannou and the type of excitement that he brings uh, to uh, to fight nights. It's that's 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 sort of a damning indictment in one respect. But at the lower end of the sport, you might be better off being a kind of lower end UFC fighter or Bellator or one championship or Ryzen fighter versus someone on the lower end of boxing where you're taking damage, maybe you don't have such experienced corners and you'll be lucky to walk away from uh, you know the hotel ballroom that night with, with $250. So it's really more at the higher end that we're seeing this truly massive dis uh, discrepancy. Uh, at the end of the day, I don't have the magic solution. I will tell you that I am a big fan of organized labor. Uh, there have been very uh, various efforts over the years to have some kind of fighters union in MMA. But UFC and all these different organizations being closed systems that, that are their own promoters, we don't see cross promotions. I mean, the UFC will only do it at a, in a Mayweather-McGregor type of situation. Otherwise, they want to be the only game in town and there is no bigger star than the UFC you become too big of a star they're going to they're they're you're going to be on the outside looking in like Francis Ngannou has been he, he might be done in the UFC because he's sort of pushed up against the limits of what they're willing to pay so I don't think we need a, just an Ollie act um, for MMA I don't think that's really a solution it might help certain types of fighters in certain types of situations but overall I think we just need a more competitive marketplace to know that a fighter if he's not getting what he wants or what she wants from a place like the UFC, that there is another place that they could go to sort of put some pressure on uh, uh, on Dana White and, and on Endeavor, who at this point are only paying 18% of their uh, of their revenue, the UFC, to the fighters. Uh, you know, in the NBA, it's 50-50. I don't see the UFC ever getting there, but they do need to, if they're facing legitimate competition from other organizations, whether they're funded and supported by Jay Paul or not, yeah. obviously he's done a lot for people like Amanda Serrano, who deserved a lot more than they were making, and that's 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 positive. That's absolutely a positive. Uh, we just need a marketplace. We need a competitive marketplace. We're supposed to be the land of free markets and competition. If we can live that out a little more, a little more truly, I think that's going to be the rising tide. It's it's great analysis, and that's probably why a Francis Ngannou is looking to try to do a Tyson Fury crossover fight. Versus gloves. Oh my God. <laughs> We shall see if that if that comes together. I'm going to put you on the spot. The Tyson Fury versus Ngannou fight with MMA gloves. How does that fight play out? Who, who wins that fight? He's going to get the big dosser out of there. Believe you me. I didn't know you had such an amazing Tyson Fury impression. You've, you've been hiding that. Fighting man from a family of fighting men. Believe you me, I'll get the big dosser out of there inside of three rounds. You can't. That's... We got follow you on social media. You can find me on Twitter at RealFakeSamDunn, that's D-U-N-N, uh, and check us out, Boardroom.tv. It's not Boardroom.com. Someone else owns that, I think, and wants a lot of money. Boardroom.tv, at Boardroom on all the socials. Uh, come have some fun with us. Sports, business, culture, all that good stuff. Sam Dunn, thank you so much. Armatia checking in here for Madison Square Garden. The undercard just finished. We're starting our main card. We're going to keep the content going here. Madison Square Garden all leading up to Better BF versus Smith.
champion is being torn down here in round two. Another right hand. Uppercut. Big uppercut. He is stumbling, and this is over. Archer Better BF has done it in destructive fashion. Anthony Yard is here. He's the WBO mandatory. That's the belt you just won. There's also an opportunity to become undisputed, something that has never been done in this division. What do you want next? Karambatia here with uh, Anthony Yard. So I know that you predicted a knockout. Did you expect it to happen that early and that violently? Uh, 100%. 100%. I didn't know who it was going to be, but I knew stylistically they both hit and they're both going to come to win. So um, exactly what I thought was going to happen, happen to that. I know that you fear no man, but in terms of potentially facing an opponent who's knocked every person out that he's faced, I mean, does that, what does that concern you at all that going into this fight? No. <laughs> That's just me being real. <laughs> Absolutely not. At the yard, best of luck. Thank you. Thank you. And that brings us to a close here. Better be have got it done. Joe Smith tried to box smart. Didn't happen. Anthony Yard up next. I'm excited. I hope you are too. And that brings us to the end. Thank you so much for joining me. And thank you to my guests. If you want to follow us, uh, you can follow at ate underscore podcast that's on instagram and twitter if you want to follow my personal channels it's at c-u-r-r-a-n-b-h-a-t-i-a on instagram and twitter that's at karanbatia at on instagram and twitter please subscribe on youtube youtube.com backslash karanbatia uh, please check out uh, our show on iTunes. Hit subscribe. Give us a five-star review. If you want to email the show, it's asktheexpertspod at gmail.com. I am Karan Bhatia, and this was Ask the Experts. Thank you for listening to Ask the Experts with Karan Bhatia. 